0: This is the Man in a Room Podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. A podcast. You're listening to Man in a Room. How's it going? I'm back again for another episode. Why not, huh? Right, so, as you've probably noticed by the title of this episode, which is called Canceled, I am going to talk about the cancel culture, because everyone's doing that now, and I figured, you know what, it's time for me to throw my hat in, throw my two pence in, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, in my opinion. So, first of all, uh, the cancel culture thing is something that's been going around for a while. If you don't know what it is, it's basically... Uh, a community of people who take it upon themselves to say, for example, uh J.K. Rowling, everything you've done in the past is now null and void because you have an opinion on uh the trans community and all that kind of thing. You see, this—that's that's what that kind of thing is. It could be about anything, literally about anything. It could be uh, a risqué joke you made years ago. It could be literally a whole cacophony of things. And, um, you know, it's just something that I, I don't really pay much attention to because mostly it's nonsense. Uh, the fact that you could, uh, well, what it is more or less is someone has an opinion. Some people don't agree with said opinion. And so they disagree with them so much that they say, right, everybody, no one pay attention to this person anymore because they have said something I don't agree with and all that kind of stuff. And you could get into the whole debate about freedom of speech and all that kind of stuff if you want, but there's no point. There's absolutely no point because it's it goes against... It, the, the problem with the argument of freedom of speech is everyone wants freedom of speech, but nobody wants to be offended by stuff people say, says. I don't know the right word for that. People don't people don't want to get offended by what people say. And it's like, well, just calm down, you know. So I'm going to wash away the sins and I'm going to come clean on some of the things that could potentially get me cancelled in the future And I'm going to say them out loud now, and I'm going to apologize, and then I'm going to just move on, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Because, right, my theory is this. If you're cancelled, you can't be uncancelled. So if I cancel myself now, saves time in the future, you see. Just save some time. Um, I've I've been cancelled since August 2020. Okay? Right. So, well, actually, probably earlier than that. So I have to admit, I used to do a podcast many, many years ago. I'm not going to tell you what it's called. Uh, if you are, if you can be asked, go look it up. or will try and investigate it. But not much of it re, you know, remains online. But I know what I've said in the past um, and all that kind of thing. But I will be honest, I used to make jokes about fat people. Now, I want to just clarify something. I've got nothing against fat people uh, and all that kind of stuff. Nothing at all. It used to just be a cheap laugh. That's all it was. Like, oh, let's laugh at them. Ha, ha, ha. Isn't it funny? And that used to be it that used to be the entire that's that was it there's there's no never any malice I never want to make someone feel bad or anything like that and I'm sorry if I ever did offend anyone uh by making fun of your weight not something I do now um even back then like I say I wasn't I was never really sort of did it in a, well you could argue it was malicious but you know whatever um so I don't do that anymore I've learned from my mistakes and so now we can move on um there's probably other things I've said in the past that which are probably a little bit on the edgy side, but it was just a joke. Just a joke, bro. Oh, yeah, but that's what they all say. Well, it's true, actually. I mean, half of the stuff that most comedians say now could be borderline like, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit, you know. But then there are comedians who used to say a lot worse stuff. I mean, as an example, Frankie Boyle used to say some genuinely horrific things. Does he still have a career? Yes. Do you know why? Because he was making a joke and is fully understood that he's making a joke and didn't believe in all this stuff. I'm not going to go around now uh, trying to uh, I don't know pro- try and protect or defend Bernard Manning but Bernard Manning used to spout a lot of horrible hateful things as a joke. He didn't genuinely believe it. Uh, at least I don't think so. He may have done, I don't know actually. Um, I never really looked into it. But um, so this thing came up. I got sent this uh, this link. And I want to just talk about it because this is absolutely ridiculous. So uh, it reads out. Uh, Kindergarten cop is cancelled. You know, all caps. Arnold Schwarzenegger's 1990 uh, comedy is pulled from film festival for romanticizing, over-policing children and is compared to Birth of a Nation. Now, so I had to do a little bit of research. Birth of a Nation is actually like a really horrifically racist film from 1915. Uh, basically, pro Ku Klux Klan and uh, all that kind of stuff, but it's, it was of the time and all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to defend that because why would I? But comparing Kindergarten Cop to a racist film, like an outwardly you know, card carrying racist film, um, it's a bit over the top, really. Uh, it's just, as I'm just going to read a little bit from here if I can just write. Uh, uh, the comedy film Kindergarten Cop has been pu- pulled from a film festival after protesters claimed it glorifies police traumatizing children and compared it to the explicitly racist 1915 silent movie Birth of a Nation. Um, Organizers, oh, I've skipped it. Oh, I hate technology. But anyway, I have actually just swiped right on a on an app. I was not even on an app. It's actually just a website. But apparently, that that that, that counts. Oh my goodness! Right, technology. Organizers of the NW Film Center in Portland, Oregon, announced this week that the 1990 Arnold Schwarzenegger comedy would be pulled from the lineup and replaced with a documentary celebrating the late, re, late rep. Don't know who that is. What well, that could be, uh, John Lewis. Not, not, no relation to the, um, you know. But basically, in a nutshell, it was filmed around Oregon, and uh, there's protesters saying like it promoted school-to-prison pipeline and romanticizes over policing. From my understanding, right? It's about this dude, this cop, this uh crazy military type guy that Arnold Schwarzenegger just seems to do so well, and he has to go undercover at a kindergarten to try and work out some sort of thing, and uh he ends up uh softening up and all that kind of stuff, a bunch of unruly kids, so on and so forth, you know, that generic sort of nineteen nineties comedy film that just seemed to just tick boxes and got people to go to the cinema because let's face it nothing was ever on tv back then of any note that made you want to sit down and watch it and um yeah it's just it's just ridiculous to even compare that to such a a horrible film um but it has and so that has now happened so it's like okay um surely it just that's just going over the top and i think I don't want to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say uh, it's PC gone mad because that uh, isn't PC gone mad. Um, but it's it's just, it's got to the point where I actually had to get myself away from the internet. Like I've recently uh, gone off Twitter uh, permanently. Like I'm not going to come back. There's no point. I just find it a, just a, I don't know, Twitter just doesn't do anything for me anymore. Facebook, yeah, it's all right. You know, it's the same sort of thing, but not as bad. Uh, Instagram, eh, I don't really take a lot of photographs. And the thing is, I find these websites are the, the one of the w- worst ways of basically just, I don't know, perpetuating stupid things like that. And I don't agree with it. So I'm just thought, you know what, I'm off it. So if I'm not on those and I've already cancelled myself, I'm pretty okay. Um, in fact, there's a podcast I've known about for years um, called Distorted View. And uh, he can't be cancelled because... He's he never was uncancelled I, d- I, d- I don't know what the opposite of being cancelled is but he was never that whatever that was if that makes any sense he's always been under the radar and all that kind of thing you see um, I don't listen to it now by the way just to clarify because cause even that got a bit too rich for my blood if I'm honest but there's nothing against him at all um, but you know there are certain things which I didn't agree with um, because yeah I mean it's funny laughing at uh, human stupidity But when it comes to Animal Cruelty, that's a bit different. I don't like listening to Animal Cruelty. and I think even he said in the past that he shouldn't have played the audio or that the audio that he played um, was very divisive and so a lot of people were not happy about what he played. Um, But I won't go into what it was, but it was unpleasant to listen to and I turned off the episode and didn't listen back to it for a good while. And even when I listened to it back, like the, like I skipped like a couple of years and I went back again, and he he mentioned it again, and I was like, "You better not play that again." And he, apolog- no, he didn't apologize, but he did actually say that you know maybe I'm not the best of ideas to have played that. But anyway, um, I've got myself uh, my cup of tea here. Let me just have a quick sip of this. So today's cup of tea is brought to you by Twinings, Twinings Cranberry and Raspberry. I'm a big fan of the old berry tea. In fact, I'm trying to track down some blueberry tea because I quite like blueberry tea. Um, I've run out. Just, it's not hard to find. I just, I've just ran out. Um, but I do like an herbal tea. I what is it herbal? It's herbal tea. I like a herbal tea. Even though there's no herbs in it, it's just berries, all natural ingredients. On the back here, it says, oh, just tell me how to make a perfect cup of tea. Now, that does annoy me, actually, when they have a suggestion on how to make the perfect cup of tea. It's like, oh, steep for three to four minutes and all this kind of stuff. Now, the problem with that is, is that people like different strengths, people like different things altogether, And I just find that very interesting that they say, oh, no three to four minutes, no longer. Leave it a little longer if you like it a bit stronger. That rhymes. Um, no, it doesn't. It says leave it a little longer if you prefer a stronger taste. I would have said leave it a little longer if you like it a little stronger. Um, I sort of do a gut instinct, really, isn't it? um in fact i don't know if you know this or not but if you go to man slash recipes or as i like to pronounce it recipes there's some recipes on there and i actually do point that out because there's a recipe on there for cake and uh cake isn't exactly one of those things that is like oh we'll just make a cake you have to do this like this amount of this weight this weight. it's all to do with uh, ratios and that's more or less what recipes are and the fact that you know cooking time can differ by how big something is you see and so it's like well the cake may be done in 20 minutes. It may be done in 30 minutes. Just make sure you don't burn it. Keep an eye on it. Use your gut instinct. It's not difficult. And it's the same with tea, really. Although I will say it's best to steep your tea in a teapot, especially if you're just having bog-standard normal tea because um, it gets all the crap out of the tea bag and leaves it in the in the, in the the teapot rather than inside your guts um, and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, I just realised that I haven't done the jingle uh, for this section, Um tarot and tea it's a beverage and divinity there we go that's that so i'm going to shuffle said tarot cards i've done the tea part already i hope that's okay uh cranberry and raspberry twinings lovely jubbly i'm enjoying that quite a bit actually like i said i do like a, a good um berry tea i like the actually berry no, berry raspberry is actually my favorite kind of berry actually um also matte berry from heartbeat Uh, He's uh, one of my favourite types of berry as well. So the tarot, just shuffling the cards in case you didn't wonder what I was doing while I was chatting about old 1990s TV shows, which, funnily enough, uh, ran for longer than the actual 60s, which is quite funny. It's a police drama set in the 60s that somehow went for more than 10 years, which doesn't make any sense because that means that the 60s was obviously significantly longer. But, you know, we don't pay attention to that. So we're going to draw three cards. So we've got the first card here, we've got the Three of Swords, that's for the past, so that could mean like a love lost or, you know, three stabs of the heart, maybe, you know, um, as a, well basically the card is a heart with three swords being stabbed through it, with some clouds, with rain coming down, um, and I would imagine it's like the, the three-pronged attack on your heart that's in the past. So if you're listening to this right now and you're going through some degree of, I don't know, heartache, um, it comes in threes or has come in threes. If you have gone through the three stabs in the heart with a sword, you know, it's going to be, ooh, the Ace of Swords. So what this is going to say is, um, by the way, I don't know anything about tarot. I'm just making this up as I go along. So there's another sword here and the sword is held aloft by a hand from a cloud. And on top of this uh, sword is a crown. With more things dangling from it, such as like berries. I'm gonna say uh, juniper berries. Why not? And somewhat appears to be a tuft of grass. So basically, it means like, oh yeah, you're holding the sword aloft. Like I have the power. I am the king of the. I am the king of swords. No, it's not the king of swords. It's the ace of swords. And um, yeah, so the swords. You know, but you'll come up on top. You know, because you've got the the, the stabbed in the heart with the swords, and now you're, you're holding up the swords so and like, yeah, it's fine. Uh, now, like, you're feeling better. I'm the king um, of the heart-stabbing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. And in the future, the tower. Now, the tower is quite... A, this is for the future. Um, it can mean many things. I don't know what the actual things are, but usually they say bad bad, um, bad cards basically mean good things. But I'm saying this tower here. There's a tower that's been struck by lightning. It's on fire, and people are falling from the building f- like to their deaths and there's a somebody in the crown so maybe don't rest on your laurels the laurels that appear on your crown uh you you will fall out of a tower of it you know the 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 castle as it were um and it's not good because you're gonna land headfirst into the abyss so um yeah don't don't get too like cocky son or no, what's that? That is a Star Wars quote, I believe. Don't get cocky, kid. I don't know. I've I've heard that phrase being said on a video on YouTube once. So I'm assuming that's from Star Wars because it was a bit of a nerdy channel. So there we are. That's the tarot for this week. Um, you know, hope that helps. I don't think it will, but you know, it's just a bit of fun. Just a bit of fun, you know. Just a bit of fun because uh, why not? So I'm gonna put them down there place in there and anyway I've, I've overrun so much i need to have a quick i drink the rest of this tea and i'll get back to you after this very short break if you have any thoughts comments or questions please do not hesitate to send them to show at man in so i need to clear up a few things from the first part which i've just realized are incorrect so matt berry was never in um heartbeat he was actually in uh toast of london i meant nick berry nick berry the guy from EastEnders. he played some guy and uh all that kind of stuff i also looked up to see a bit more information about heartbeat heartbeat lasted for 18 years uh so significantly longer than the 60s and in fact it would take you more than a year to watch all the episodes of heartbeat um because there's 372 episodes if you watch one a day which obviously no one would ever would do that. The one if us actually somebody out there who's actually watched all of Heartbeat. I wonder if Heartbeat's really been released on DVD. I doubt it. I wouldn't want to own it. But, you know, I'm sure there are nutcases out there who would love that. Um, not me. I'm not one of those people. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, as I mentioned before in the first part, um, there are... Uh, the cancel culture is a, like a thing. And um, so I actually found this article like a few weeks back, because what I do now, I, I do actually put a lot of effort into this show. I don't know if you know this or not. I do put a lot of effort into this. If I find something interesting, I'll just bookmark it, and I'll be like, right, I can talk about the next episode, and or, or at some point. So I found this news article. Uh, this was from uh, about a week ago. Uh, canceled at Condé Nast. Entertainment chief is replaced, all caps, after employees uncovered sexist and racist tweets he penned about a decade ago about women being nagging and irrational. So basically what happened was, someone went through this guy's Twitter account over the last 10 years, 10 years they've gone through his his uh, his archive, and they found the following tweets, and it's funny because, like I so say, he's lost his job, or he's been replaced, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, allegedly, this is from the Daily Mail, uh, for the following tweets. Now the funny thing is, no, it's not funny, but to get cancelled about tweets for making a joke is one thing, but at least make them funny... Jameen, so uh, I'm going to read this out. These are the tweets that got him in some hot water. Ready for this? My two-year-old gets a present for pottying like a big girl. Now she wants presents for all big girl things, like nagging and being irrational. It's not particularly funny, is it? There's either a cat on my flight meowing repeatedly a few rows behind me, or a really horny woman. Um, Millie went up to a Mexican waiter and asked him for paper. Brackets to draw on. He thought she was asking for his papers. Comedy ensued. And it's like, well, it's not actually particularly that funny. I mean, they're they're not particularly racist, not particularly sexist. It's just things that have happened, and he's mentioned. It's three tweets as well. It's only three tweets, and he's now basically lost his job about it, which is absolutely bonkers. Because, like I said in the past, I've said things in the past that are, like I am saying, a little bit over the top and all that kind of stuff. And um, it's like when people say, oh, I don't know, uh, f- certain films get like, oh, you can't say that anymore because there was, um, there's an episode of Peep Show. I don't know if you know what Peep Show is, but it's a- an English comedy which I absolutely adore. And uh, there's a scene in that where um, there's these this couple, uh, Jez, and I don't know what-, what the woman is called, but um, they're trying to like be, I don't know, what's the word, edgy in their sex life and all that kind of stuff. And, So at one point um, she asked him to wear blackface and he's like, well, I don't really feel comfortable uh, doing that uh, because it's a a bit weird. And he actually does blackface in the TV show. But it's done in a way. It's like it's supposed to be uncomfortable and, again, not defending blackface whatsoever. But it was there on purpose to make people feel uncomfortable what was going on. Because Peep Show is one of those shows that is supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. And the woman's making... uh, making uh, sweet 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 love to him is like we need to break the the taboos jeremy and all that kind of stuff and it's just one of those things you know it's not i it wasn't glamorizing it it was making fun of the whole idea of you know how stupid blackface is and all that kind of stuff and one of the things that um is interesting is when when certain things that are okay back way back when i mean there are there's probably so many things in the past where um you know that are considered racist now, which weren't racist back then, because I was watching The Good Life on BritBox, and there was an episode of The Good Life, and there are a few times in there when they said something a little bit iffy, but you know it's the 70s. This what was that was common vernacular and all that kind of stuff, and um, there's like a f- just a few accents that maybe shouldn't have been put in there. But there's one of the episodes it said on the front, because bear bear in mind The Good Love is one of those sort of like nice, light-hearted shows that never was really too serious and all that kind of thing. And um, it said, oh, there are racist imagery. I was like, racist imagery? So what happens? Don't tell me that Tom Good dons blackface or something like that. He didn't, right? Turns out that I was getting warned because one of the characters, Margot Ledbetter, is wearing an apron uh, for Robertson's marmalade. And uh, their mascot it's considered racist now. Even though they well they don't use it so much now, but they used to use it significantly. It's basically um a gollywog, which is basically um well, if you don't know what a gollywog is, maybe look that up. But it's considered racist now and like I say, it used to be the mascot for Robertson's marmalade and jam and all that kind of stuff. And um yeah. So um it was just it's I was like, what? What 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 could possibly be I thought, well, it's just one of those things... If you notice it, you notice it. But if you don't notice it, you wouldn't have paid any attention to it. Because I thought, I don't remember what that was. Because I remember when... There's a big uproar recently when uh, Faulty Towers was cancelled very briefly... Um, because there are, there's some racist language in it. And there was some... there was a, The problem was, was that... I think John Cleese uh, said about... Like, years ago, about having that little bit edited out. Because, you know, he's, he did... he Well, basically, because it's his baby... He wrote it and all that kind of stuff. He needs to basically be... He had to give the okay to say, yes, you can edit this out because, you know, it just makes sense to the story and this kind of stuff. And uh, there's a few scenes in it which are a little bit, bit iffy. But what happened was uh, the unedited episode, which I've got on DVD because all this stuff has been released on DVD over the years anyway, um basically uh well there's some there are some racial slurs in it but they got edited out and they that the unedited version got edited uh, got uploaded to Netflix and all that kind of thing. And um obviously people got like what? Because there was this a while back there was about Little Britain getting cancelled and all that kind of stuff and I remember obviously people are outraged by it now, but back then people used to walk around and go like, um, Am I bothered? All that kind of stuff, you know, from Little Britain and all that kind of stuff and you know um that what a liberty and you know all the little britain things that got done by the little britain people um and also you know it's just it's just the well, it was of the time and all that kind of stuff i mean the tv show gimme 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 that's one of those shows which will the, even the writers that would never get made now and i think he's apologized for some of the stuff that's in there but the thing with it, with it was is that you know it's not overtly homophobic because the character was gay but there were certain jokes about homosexuality in there, which would be considered uh, risque now, even though like a lot of the humour was fine then. And it's, it's probably fine now, but uh, it's just locker room chat, you see. It's just locker room chat. I'm not going to say that, by the way, that's a joke. Um, obviously, that's what uh, Donald Trump said about uh, grabbing women by their genitals. It's locker room talk. Didn't actually mean it, um, but yeah. I need to go before I say something I'm probably going to regret because uh, it's one of those topics which is a bit like, oh, what do I do? For? No, I need to just mention it. I need to talk about it because I need to um, because I can't ignore it, really. I can't ignore it for any longer. And so, like I've said now, I'm going to have it on my website, uh, Man in the Room, cancelled since August 2020. So, that way, I'm done and I'm dusted so I don't have to worry about being cancelled anymore. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, I've waffled on now for significantly longer than I normally do, and I hope you don't mind. Thank you for sticking around if you have stuck around. If you haven't, well, that's fine as well, because you be you. Thanks, Mr. Cargo and past. Um, I will catch you again soon, if that's all right, for more of this. Some more tea, some more tarot, and some more... I've got nothing else beginning with tea. But I'll be back for that. So then, until then, I'll catch you Well, later, I suppose. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.